The Run Coco project, How to Run a Community Collection Online, is working with Europeana 1914-1918 to produce the largest online archive of the First World War. Run Coco is an innovative crowdsourcing model that channels the power of the public through online community collection. The public are invited to contribute their stories and images online or via collection days to an archive of digitised material. Material in the Europeana 1914-1918 archive contributes to a wider reappraisal of the history of the war and encourages knowledge exchange between the project and its contributors. All Runcoco collections are freely available to explore and reuse under Creative Commons. Well, we started in 2008 um, to support teaching of First World War poetry, which is a computing department, is what we've been involved in since the mid-1990s. But we were also looking at two other opportunities. There was the idea that everyone held in their pocket a digital camera, maybe on a mobile phone, and this was of equivalent resolution to what the libraries had in the 1990s to digitise manuscripts from the poets. And the other idea was um, to actually include people in history. Would they actually want to contribute their family's story uh, to um, our collection? And we found that people really did want to make a remembrance or a memorial to their family members. And more, when we put this material online, say for example in Flickr, we found that there were a lot of enthusiasts out there, real experts, amateur experts, who had a lot of knowledgeable information to contribute and the, the willingness to actually add this to our websites. We know from our work in 2008 with the Great War Archive how difficult it is to manage the media coverage and the stories. Um, we've been very fortunate working with Europeana that they've uh, found funds to work with press agencies to actually manage the story, in particular Facts and Files in Berlin. Um, and we're able then to push this story out into the national press, uh, to manage press conferences. We have press agency staff available on the roadshow days who are able to, to find the public to talk to the journalists. Um, for us in Oxford, the, the idea of press coverage is to encourage the public to contribute to the website. Um, that's a story that often gets lost. Um, the local institutions want to advertise their institution, the, the media team, the, the, uh, the journalists want to show how it's relevant to their viewing public. Um, and in that way, the story sometimes gets a bit lost. The story gets sentimentalised sometimes. But then the journalists know what, uh, what is interesting for their public. Well, we've managed to collect uh, from the public material that's never been seen before by academics. Um, we're not talking about the biographies of the, the great and the good. The, these are family stories, their letters. Uh, ephemera, actual objects that people have treasured um, over the last hundred years. Um, and this adds uh, a very different story to the history that's been told over the last hundred years. Uh, to give you just a couple of examples, um, 
in Germany we received um, a journal uh, that a, a sailor had uh, kept throughout his whole career. And this was handwritten, it was incredibly detailed, beautifully drawn maps, but no one had ever seen it before. We found that because we're going to areas where no one's ever asked before for people to, to tell their story, we're turning up material that hasn't been seen. Um, places like Luxembourg and Ireland, Denmark and Germany, where their 20th century history is dominated by other things. Um, this was the first time for them to actually show their contribution. And people really did turn up in their hundreds, uh, very, very happy to show what they'd brought to tell their family's story. And for the University of Oxford to be seen as um, asking these people for their stories um, can only be good. Um, it was a chance for the university to engage with the public, uh, which isn't something that we always do.